What's up, everybody? You are now tuning in and listening to Cedric, Chris, Dempsey, and Justin, and we are the men of the year. Your mama's favorite group of men streaming on all major podcast platforms. So please subscribe to Men of the Year Pod for the latest content and leave a positive rating and review and let us know how we're doing. Also, follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram at Men of the Year Pod. And if you have questions, suggestions, need advice, or want us to discuss a specific topic, feel free to email us at Men of the Year Pod at yahoo.com or shoot us a message on social media. We appreciate you and we thank you for joining us. Let's get to the episode. Men of the year, men of the year, men of the year, men of the year. Oh, hey, everybody. What uh, do, what do. Again. Uh, today, it's just Dempsey and myself. Uh, welcome to our 25th episode of What's in Our Mouth, uh, where we play a little game of people trying to say, you know, what's in, you know, Dempsey's mouth. Uh, just kidding. Happy April Fool's little corny joke. You know, since we're recording on April Fool's, thought we would kind of do a little kickoff on something funny like that. But uh little controversial the holiday you know uh where people try to prank each other sometimes go a little too far some people don't know necessarily you know what's considering it too far kind of falls in line with the topic that we have to cover today uh which is sexual assault um which april is the month that kind of helps outline sexual assault awareness among other things uh but with this topic not so much a funny topic like April Fool's, so we don't want anybody to be confused with any of that, um, even though a lot of us might have joked at or laughed at a joke uh, pertaining to any type of sexual assault at one time, whether it was us thinking it's funny, masking any pain that we might have had, or just being in denial that you know we've had or have known somebody who's gone through sexual assault. So uh, again, everybody month of april sexual assault awareness month or sam um dempsey and myself would like to open up dialogue with you and hopefully either help you to start opening up some thoughts changes or even dialogue with other people around you so we're going to go ahead and get started a little bit of background on the history of sexual assault awareness and the fact that even though we are in 2022 this movement only started in 1970 So we're looking at only 50 years of this movement occurring. So when you think about the scope of everything, this has been going on for millennia, sexual assault. Uh, It's been documented very, very heavily uh, throughout history. It was commonplace practice in a lot of laws and different things in Europe, as well as probably different tribes and um, different lands. And, not until the 1970s in, in this country uh, did people start standing up. And unfortunately, it was the women. Uh, the first rape crisis center was founded in 1971. Following that, in 1975, Pennsylvania Coalition Against Rape, or PCAR, was founded, which is one of the biggest coalitions or groups uh, to help with Uh, rape and assault victims and then take back the night which is actually a very popular thing currently uh, movement um, activity uh, against rape and assault that was founded in 1976 Uh, hopefully a lot of you have heard of take back the night Um, not the song obviously uh, but the actual uh, event itself 
And then you'll see that a lot of people around this time of month, hopefully will be wearing those, those ribbons like we see during like breast cancer awareness. The color you'll be looking for is teal. Uh, teal represents uh, the sexual assault awareness. And then obviously today that you're going to be listening is going to be the 5th of April, which is the day of action for sexual assault awareness. So uh, with this uh, day of action, uh, the idea is to speak up and say something if you notice something or, you know, to be that support for somebody in need. Uh, And it's not necessarily just going up to somebody and saying, hey, I think you've been assaulted. Would you like to talk about it? Because um, it's a very personal topic. Uh, a lot of people, about 90% of people that have had this happen to them don't report it. Or 90% of cases aren't reported. So uh, perspective, you have 10 friends. Let's say four of them or all of them have been assaulted, but you only know of one of them. So just be cognizant of that. It's a very touchy subject and it's, it's something we should all be mindful of. So uh, as we kind of uh, starting, start talking about the, the subject here, please keep an open mind. Again, we want to help encourage dialogue, uh, thought processes, and getting everybody to start doing their part in trying to end stigmas around uh, toxic masculinity pertaining to this, uh, as well as helping aid the ability for women and men who've been assaulted to speak up. So uh, we'll go ahead and get started. Um, So I guess Dempsey, uh, have you ever had any discussions about this topic with other people before today? I mean, before this podcast? Uh, Personally, I have not, um, or at least, you know, nothing that comes to mind. I know um at work you know that does or it is brought up uh you know once in a while but Mm -hmm. i know you know when it comes to you know when we're on the floor you know there are things and i know we'll probably get on to you know we'll get into that but um and like you're saying this this goes both ways you know because when you think about it this t- tends to gear more towards women and especially in the past it has but people don't realize that uh men are kind of um it's more taboo more towards men but uh when we do, you know, I think that we do need to, men in particular, they don't like to talk about it because when you think about men, you know, they want to feel, uh, you know, empowered. They, they don't want to become, you know, demasculated. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, I think we need to bring that conversation. We want to have that uh, conversation more. But for me, yeah, no, I think... I personally, I have not had that conversation at all. You know, what about you? Yeah. Well, I mean, going back to what you were saying, I mean, it, it sounds more like your professional conversations were more around the, the lines of your vulnerable community and making sure that you're keeping your, your professional aptitude of doing the right thing and watching out for your patients because you, you were probably with what mostly elderly patients, correct? Mm, or people correct. that are incapacitated to a certain point to where 
they're unable to do anything to protect themselves or even speak up to a certain degree. So um, people that are vulnerable, elderly and children, uh, I feel like are high risk, uh, especially, Mm -hmm. especially with people that have power over them, whether it's Mm -hmm. parents, caretakers, um, that sort of thing. I think that's, that's something that people have to be very aware of is that most assaults actually occur with people that are very familiar or acquainted with uh, them. So that's, that's something to be cognizant of. So, um, but yeah, uh, for me, um, I mean, obviously from the early episodes that we had uh, my first run in with, with this was actually when I was a child and I was assaulted, but after that um, probably like what I would consider like adult life, was in college. Um, I had someone reach out to me uh, that was drinking at a party um, saying that somebody had, you know, taken them from the party and not, not taken as in like physically pick them up, but kind of like uh, asked them to walk with them and chat and stuff like that. And thinking that they were, you know, not in harm's way or anything. They went and they were talking and then the person, um, took advantage of them while they were somewhat intoxicated uh, with drinking. Um, And after they realized what had happened, um, they called me, um, had me pick them up because they knew uh, I was a trustworthy person. I was sober. Uh, I've always offered people uh, like free rides and stuff like that, you know, in case they'd been drinking. Cause I, I've always been the protective type. Um, but, um, that was my first run in with it. Uh, I had another encounter, um, personally in college and then, um, a few other friends that were assaulted in college. And then a few conversations, uh, mainly because I was an RA as well, uh, as far as like conversations go. So there are quite a few times that I had conversations about that occurring. So it, it's, unfortunate that it was so prevalent um and i didn't realize how prevalent it was i thought obviously with my childhood i thought it was uncommon and i hoped it was uncommon uh i guess i denied a lot of it early on um and then when it started happening to people that i knew and cared about is when i started kind of getting upset about a lot of it and um putting on a lot of stuff as an ra to kind of help teach people or like help them be aware, um, give them tools to be aware of their surroundings and make men understand that, you know, if someone's been drinking or, you know, if you don't think that there's consent or if you can't tell if there's consent or anything that it's probably not right at all. Um, Ever, ever. So there's a lot of different, times I've had discussions in different ways I've had the discussions. So uh, always serious standpoint. I mean, there were probably times before it started happening to others that I was nonchalant about it um, and kind of like went with jokes. But I think that was more so because jokes and like laughter and stuff is usually how I get through pain. So, uh, yeah. And I think that's the one thing 
um, when you, even if you don't have, you know, even if you're not drinking, you know, you can be um, joking about it. Um, and I think that's the, the worst possible way to degrade someone, you know, at someone else's expense. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you don't need to do that to get your, your, your point across from someone else's uh, perspective mm-hmm. without actually um, assaulting them, you know, physically, even, you know, even though this is through, you know, you know, sexual, but just the fact of the matter is I remember, um, I think this was from back in the late 80s, early 90s, they would be running those, uh, those sexual assault commercials, um, from like the the workforce and oh, yeah. yeah from like the the boss or whoever they'd be having like the, the women wearing like the shirts and whatnot or the, the skirts excuse me and uh be like you know have you been um i forgot what the the tagline was but you know it's just little things like that which you know i'm sure that we've become or we've got we've come a long ways but the fact of the mm-hmm. matter is I, I feel as though we have but we haven't just because of the fact of the matter is um it's what you like you said it's like you know nine out of you know ten people that you know you've had at least one one encounter uh in situations like this that you've been in you know from either from a from a friend or a colleague that has been in a situation like that and you know i think just you know obviously a lot of it has to do with the internet or just social media you know just things like Mm -hmm. that that it's just it's not gonna stop anytime soon yeah well and like and that's that's not even i think those statistics aren't even including like sexual harassment right that's just like actual assaults or abuse um so like if we if we add in sexual harassment i'd I'd probably say every single female on this planet right um males uh i don't know why we look at it differently or or whatever um it i don't want to use the word tolerate because i think it's a a silly way to look at it but um some males tolerate it because they look at it as a good thing for some reason um but in reality like you're you're not setting a good precedent. Um, right. And I think a lot of it too comes from that to- toxic masculinity where they think, oh, well, you know, I'm a guy. So, I mean, if she tries to assault me, you know, even if I turn mm-hmm. her down, like I'll be able to protect myself. But um, I mean, what, what most guys don't realize is that women are powerful. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people that listen that are probably going to kind of joke about that and everything. And, uh, they'll probably make the the jokes that people are making about Leah, uh, the swimmer, uh, that uh, the transgender swimmer. Uh, oh yeah, and them saying it, she's a man and all this other stuff. But like in reality, anybody can increase their physique to a certain point. There's there's different builds that they have and everything. So there's there's always that possibility of being surprised. Uh, somebody being better skilled than you, in better shape, stronger, etc. So, um, 
I think, like you said earlier, I think guys are a little bit more afraid of being emasculated by it. Uh, and that's why they kind of keep to themselves when it happens. Right. Um, right. And like looking at it, I mean, the, the nine out of 10 statistic, I mean, that's astronomical to me. Uh, it's such an alarming, or alarming, <laughs> alarming yeah. uh, statistic when it comes to like sexual assaults. Like, are there, are there any other alarming aspects of like sexual assaults or um, even sexual harassment that, that kind of stand out to you uh, that you've seen, heard about, whether they're like the, like myths or anything like that. Um, I know actually, I know this was another commercial, I believe. I know Canada's statistics, they are way up there as well. I know this was, I believe from the, either the late nineties or the two thousands. And it was, um, I'm, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it was a baby shower and one of the ladies had given a, it was uh, a soon to be mother and they had given them a rape whistle. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's true or not, but which was if the message that they were giving was that uh, sexual assault must be pretty high up there as well, whether it's like um, you're going one woman up there will be like seven out of 10. Um, so obviously, um, I don't know if that's still the case up there mm-hmm. or not, but um, yeah. So obviously I don't know what the stats up here, or what the, I don't know what the, what it is here, but it's just like we were saying, it's obviously um unacceptable here Mm -hmm. but i was just thinking about this as well um brock turner i don't know if you remember that um case yeah 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 and he had only gotten a six month uh probation yeah yeah not a probation sentence yeah yeah if he was even given that if they only gave him you know if he He got out he served three months and you got the other three months like expunged or expelled or whatever it was yeah yeah. basically got off like scot-free right because the judge was saying that he's such a good athlete and that would tarnish his reputation because of that so it just it makes me stick right there what we the worst part is is like he was caught Mm red-handed behind a dumpster raping an unconscious woman right there so they had to go. The one guy that caught him, you know, went, ended up having to go throw up because he just There's actually two. There were two people. Or, that, yeah. But yeah, I know what you mean. The, the one one of the people was throwing up because of. Yeah. So, um, so and I was incorrect on my statistics. Uh, the 90 percent is actually more than 90 percent of sexual assaults on campuses, college campuses go unreported. Uh, the Brock Turner case was on a campus. Uh, mm-hmm. It was reported, obviously, because two bystanders found like the the action going on, and then that's the outcome of it. So you can see why. And that was recent. What that was 2017, 2018? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was like... not that far, not that that old. But you can see why a lot of these aren't reported. Um, 
And a lot of times too, um, there are a lot of people who feel disgusted either with themselves or the situation. They want to get everything about the situation off and out of their mind. They'll, they'll take a shower because they feel absolutely gross about it. They'll be in denial. There, there are a whole bunch of things that go on uh, about that, that are reasons for why it's not reported. Um, and obviously the courts and uh, I believe like uh, police stations or, or, or what have you, I think they're, they're so backed up on cases too, that there are, literal rape case kits that haven't been tested that are decades old in some places, if I remember correctly. Like I heard that. I don't remember how long ago, but like when I heard that, I thought I was just dumbfounded by it. Um, But some other statistics from uh, one of the main uh, resources, which is the national sex violence resource center. uh, One in three women will experience some form of contact of sexual violence in their lifetime. So I was incorrect on the nine out of 10, it's one in three. Uh, For men, it's one in six. So women are two times more likely to be sexually assaulted, violently sexually assaulted. Women, one in five will be raped in their lifetime. Men, it's one in 71. Uh, But men are, uh, what is it? Uh, Three times more likely to not report rape as well. Um, more than two thirds of all sexual assaults in the U S are not reported to police. So the 90% on campus is a very large alarming number, but when you look at all of sexual assaults in the United States as a whole, more than two thirds are not reported to police. And then nearly 90% of child sexual abuse occurrences are not reported. And again, when I was saying it earlier, half of the female survivors or more than half of the female survivors were raped by intimate partners. So let that think in uh, sink in. You're already a partner to someone. You can still rape them because they're not giving your consent just because you are a partner to them does not give you unlimited access to them physically, mentally, emotionally. It's a partnership for a reason. And I hope the men and women listening both can let that sink in for the women that have had this happen to them. I really hope that it doesn't either with your current partner anymore or with any future partners for the men, please just, just have dialogue, talk, ask what whatever it is don't just assume that there's possession that's one thing i think we as men have always thought or maybe it's just a human condition even um when you're partners or when you're together or whatever you think you're mine i'm yours you know there's that possessive feeling and i think that is such a disgusting toxic thing uh, and I know I've I've definitely had thoughts and feelings like that, and it's not healthy in any way. Um, but you also have to realize that just because you know you might love each other, you might be married, whatever, does not give you or the other person rights or privileges to you. 
you're still a human. You're still yourself, you know? Um, and then going on to the male side, more than half are raped by acquaintances, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's always about those that are in close proximity to you. So, right. I know for guys that even though they think that the numbers aren't in their favor, that doesn't mean that it's that there wouldn't be a chance that. um, And also for, you know, for the women, it's like it's okay to not be okay. You know, that please, you know, like Chris was saying, you know, no, it's, you know, that's why we have these services, these resources, the hotlines, you know, that's, you know, that even though what you say or what you see like on TV, uh, like on those, you know, all those crime shows, you know, like SVU, whatever, you know, that's, which is, I get it. That's what they're trying to portray, whatever, which however accurate that is or whatever. Sometimes um, extreme. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you know, just please speak out. You know, that's the the bottom line is that's what their job is. You know, they're trying to, you know, just try to, you know, get help. Like we said, that's otherwise, you know, these these cases will continue to go up and then there's there's nothing that they won't be there's nothing they'll be able to do for you yeah so. and um people people that i've known um who have gone and actually taken some of the stuff to trial against someone mm. randomly yeah. uh when they when they did they didn't realize that people they knew were also assaulted by the same person. Twice. Yep. So it's it's very disturbing because mm. close friends won't even talk to each other about it, that sort of thing. So mm. um and again, it's not something that's easy to talk about. Understandable. It took me God, it took me almost 30 years to even say it the first time or Which... tell anybody. Um so, I mean, that goes to show you, actually, no, sorry, about 25 years, hmm. 20, 24, 25 years. Uh, that goes to show you, like, there's there's a lot packed in for it, right? So, hmm. I mean, don't force people, right? Don't poke and prod, you know, men, don't, don't joke about, oh, you know, you got laid, don't be, don't hmm. be mad, don't be bitter, blah, 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 you know, that that has nothing to do with it um it's it does something mentally and physically and emotionally to people so um even even if it's a guy like you probably mean well by it but it's not really something that's that's taken uh in a positive light so uh but i mean we've already touched on a few of these things but like what what other actions can we do as like an outside person to a situation help to prevent them uh prevent these types of situations or reduce them uh because obviously the human condition i don't think we can ever prevent it um sadly uh i i mean i'll say one thing i did notice um because 
I mean, there are times where I'm super bored uh, currently just because of current situation, but um, I was on Facebook and Facebook has those little quick TikTok videos or whatever when you're on your yeah. phone. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I saw one and it was literally this guy on like this little line bike or whatever they are, those little scooter bike things. Mm. And he randomly just saw these two women walking down a street or like a sidewalk and these three guys go in the opposite direction. But when he looked back, those three guys turned around and they were coming back towards the females. So he did a loop. They, the, the three guys stopped right at the females. So he basically looped back around again, stopped, put himself between the females and the males. So there's two females and three males. Um, and basically it was making sure that the females were all right. And the guys basically just walked off, you know, um, actions like that to me do a whole lot because you're not, you're not being invasive on the females. I don't think you're not picking fights with the men. You know, there's no toxic masculinity there where you're like, Oh yeah, you want to go bro. You know, none of that stupid stuff. Um, Cause you don't know, like, Again, how strong they are, if they're if they have any weapons, anything, right? Um, but you're you're giving them the option to not do what you potentially think they do because you don't even know, right? Yep. You don't know if they know each other or anything like that. You're you're literally just trying to assess the situation and provide support. Um, I mean, are there any other things, any other actions you think that that you can see that might help or reduce? Other than, like I said, just use the resources to your best disposal. Um, I know we have WISE, which um, if you believe that you've been a victim, we always have that. And then... Um, I mean, I've, yeah. got a, I've got a list of, of resources, too, um, yeah. that I can kind of name off for, for people as well. But yeah. um, therapy... I mean, it's therapy will help. Um, I'm not saying it's a necessity. I'm sure you can, you can function without it. Um, but it definitely makes a difference as far as how you look at things and cope with things. Because after, after one occurrence, um, there are certain things you don't like to do anymore, whether it's a known tendency or an unknown tendency. Um, so, uh, but as far as those resources go, um, again, I talked about it earlier that NSVRC, um, if you go to NSVRC.org, there's some resources for you there, uh, rain, R A I N N.org, uh, P C A R.org. Again, that's the, uh, Pennsylvania coalition, uh, which was founded in 1975. There still have, um, everything running. Uh, they have their own website and everything that you can look into uh, for resources. Joyfulheartfoundation.org, WISE, as Brian said, and then uh, National Sexual Assault Hotline, which is 1-800-656-4673. And then there's always going to be state and local resources as well, um, especially on college campuses. Because uh, again, unfortunately, it's it's kind of a, an epidemic uh, in our country that college campus is a cesspool for that type of activity. Uh, I think it's because we, we aren't uh, 
educating our, our young men properly to, to not do certain things. Um, I think I kind of, I think you kind of alluded to it earlier, Brian, the, the type of TV kind of sets men up for a certain type of thinking. Um, I don't know why we haven't taught certain critical thinking skills and mindsets and, you know, proper consent and everything um, at, at early ages. Uh, I mean, shoot, we, we even struggle in public schools to be allowed to teach sexual education of any kind uh, because people are afraid of what kids are going to learn and do when in fact they're already learning and doing this stuff just in unsafe manners. Uh, and you can, you can see these statistics for yourselves and, and how that plays out. So, um, so again, also, if you have kids, um, a lot of these, these resources, uh, if you go on the, on their websites, they'll, they'll give you uh, tips and, and things to look out for, you know, just to make sure that, if you see certain things, certain behaviors from your child, um, that there are, there are some telling signs, um, of them, you know, being abused or assaulted. Uh, cause again, depending on your situation, babysitters, uh, teachers in some cases, unfortunately, uh, anybody that's in close proximity, uh, and I'm not trying to scare any parents out there. Um, but, parents yourselves anybody you know it, it, it happens we want to bring awareness to it we don't want you to be afraid but we also want you to be protected so um, again you see something say something don't don't try and be macho or anything like that but just try to make sure that you at least show somebody that you're you're looking out for them um to get them into at least a safe spot or anything. Um, other than that, Brian, do you have any other, any other remarks? I do not. Um, other than the fact, you know, there are just too many stories these days, especially with, uh, uh, you know, teachers in particular, you know, even though I've seen teachers that have been, you know, well accomplished teachers and this doesn't, have to be you know male teachers you've i've seen you know the female ones that you know, um i was a younger one i believe down in arizona um you know late 20s uh, she was teaching i believe uh i want to say middle teach or middle school and you know she uh you know was married and was having and ended up having an inappropriate i believe it was a 12 year old and um, ended up, you know, going to jail. Um, so I believe she'll be there for the next, what, you know, 15, 20 years. Mm -hmm. So it's just things like that, that we just need to be well aware of. And um, uh, just, you know, like Chris was saying, just make sure that we are aware of our surroundings and, yeah, just please be men, mindful. Men be better. Yes, yes. Please but, be better. Yes. Um, all right, well, um, even though this is a serious topic, let's uh, go ahead and do uh, right. pop culture themes of the week. 
All right, I got Punch Drunk Love by Common. It's just something yeah. that I, I've had on my mind last week and a half, but Common's hey, man. fantastic. So it's up to you now, man. All right. Uh, I actually have two um, mm. pertaining to this topic. Um, right. They were both the first movies that introduced me to uh, the concept, unfortunately, of sexual assaults, uh, okay. rapes. Uh, first one is A Time to Kill. I don't know if you um, remember that one. It's 1996, so it's, it's fairly old. Um, that's uh, Matthew McConaughey, Samuel L. Jackson, and then Sandra okay. Bullock, I think. Um, so it's um, Samuel L. Jackson's daughter was assaulted by two white men and raped. He okay. then ends up killing the two men in a violent rage basically um and he's put on trial for their death and matthew mcconaughey's the uh lawyer to try and get him off of the charges okay um, it's honestly i love the movie uh i haven't seen it in quite a few years actually but uh it's based off of a novel but i thought it was pretty well portrayed by the men and sandra bullock too but uh, if you get a chance, a uh, good movie to watch. Read 7.5, I guess, on IMDb. Uh, the okay. other one, um, rated lower. It's only a 6.4. Rightfully so. I don't think the movie was as good. Um, and that's me having not seen it in a long time. But uh, it's from 1999. It's called The General's Daughter. John Travolta. Uh, I think he's like some... Uh, military inspector or like MP or something like that. And he's mm -hmm. looking at a case about uh, like a sexual assault that uh, happened to obviously the general's daughter. And there's like a whole bunch of cover-ups and stuff. And it happened at West Point. So it was college. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so it was a, they kind of made it a big, what uh, a big to do because it was college and military at the same time. So yeah. um Decent movie, not fantastic, but um, don't really enjoy watching movies based on that sort of thing. But um, definitely helps shed light on hopefully getting justice or people getting their just dessert for uh, some of the shit that they do. So, but other than that, uh, I believe that's everything we have for you today, folks. Hopefully, next time we'll have a full house or uh, a little bit more variety than just Dempsey and myself. But until then, we are the men of the year. Thank you. And have a blessed April. Men of the year. Men of the year. Men of the year. Men of the year.